my mom called me actually kind of hopeful and optimistic saying the house passed the bill to increase stimulus checks by two thousand dollars okay what? you're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast it's only because a nigga bless welcome back to black hole couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another double episode of the good place I'm just going to tell you now that my daughter stole my cord that I used to plug between my headset and my microphone. I'm not happy about this, but because I do not have it, I cannot hear. So hopefully this podcast does not suck in the sound department, but we will be covering The Good Place Season 1 Episodes 4 and 5. Episode 4, Jason Mendoza, that debuted September 29th of 2016, written by Joe Mandy, who worked on The Comedian and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and then direct, oh, he is a comedian. (laughs) I said worked on a comedian. He is an actual comedian. Uh, this episode was directed by Payman Benz. I gave it a 9.2 out of 10. Gianyu, his real name is Jason Mendoza. And by all intents and purposes, he rode the short bus to school. It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life for us. There is no other way in which to describe it. But he definitely is special. (laughs) My man's ain't said a word as it completely prevents him from immediately being found out because his dialogue is worse than Eleanor's. And he says that people keep calling him Taiwanese, but he is Filipino. So he says heaven is racist. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. And when she asks what he did for a living, he says amateur DJ, amateur hip hop backup dancer, street pharmacist for money, but he also played pranks on Vine. He tells her that he figured her out because she was drunk at the party at Tahini's and told him. So she says... Meanwhile, his soulmate Tahani is tasked with helping a neighbor, Chef Patricia, with her restaurant opening. That's what you want to do in the after life is open up more restaurants. That doesn't make sense to me. But I guess if that's what you are is a chef and that's what you <laughs> want to do, sure. Just open up restaurants. Michael thinks that it will be a morale boost i guess to eat your favorite things when you were a child i guess or your favorite meals whatever the case may be tahani is thrilled as sophisticated galas is what she does and michael is excited to try suspenders for the first time jason shows eleanor to his butthole it's not the butthole that 
is messy and we all thought that he was talking about particularly eleanor but this is just a place where he and his buds can hang out playing video games and everything looks like he is stuck between a 12 and 13 year old adolescent boy and he makes a play at janet wants to know if she is got a boyfriend or something and eleanor breaks the news that a janet is not human and two he is in an everlasting ruse to not get caught and he needs to pretend to be tahani's soulmate but she does mention she can come here to be herself flashback we see that jason was really into this dj called acid cat the dj listened to his demo and told him he was terrible and he lacked talent however he is the perfect approximation stand in for him to dj a gig for a week that he does not himself want to go to and when he put that helmet on and said so much old gum in here that was so disgusting people who put gum on desks was just something under the desk is something i never understood i don't know why people did it i don't know what was wrong with putting it in a tissue and putting it in the garbage can in the toilet anywhere other than taking it out of your mouth and sticking it underneath the desk as if oh i hated that feeling in high school hated public schools for that exact reason just no home training chef patricia is as intense in death as she was in life where's the lamb sauce tahini is disheartened to hear that Gianyu isn't invited seeing as he does not speak and tonight is about lively chatter michael did not want him to feel left out and she is not hiding her sadness at all chidi is teaching or attempting to teach eleanor about enlightenment of self-education and how that leads to wisdom but she's blowing it off to learn from Gianyu and his butthole chidi asks, do you hear that music and she says that's not music that's edm eleanor is not alone in the fuck up department i wonder unlike her why he can't manifest things because i thought maybe he was going to do something much the same lines especially with his train of thought not being in the right place but maybe because he's so stupid (laughs) he just decides i'm just gonna start playing what i want to play in my living room that's perfectly fine or in my house with tahini his mansion eleanor comes to ask what the hell he thinks he's doing when chidi himself is exposed to the second fuck up in paradise and he asks you broke (laughs) he's like you broke the monk and she's like no i did not break him but before she could say more tahini shows up and Gianyu, when asked how are you doing replies i'm cool and she thinks that chidi and eleanor her best friend have been teaching him or giving him confidence to speak and she runs and tells michael and asks that Gianyu now be allowed to come to dinner and patricia <laughs> is told that we will be adding one more chair look at this look 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 
apparently you could be 104 percent of perfection in the universe and that's how we got beyonce i would debate that chidi is introduced to the butthole now and gets the lowdown on jason who thinks that they can blackmail the archangel michael with nudes on his phone chidi cannot believe the situation that he is in flashback once again for jason he is bemoaning how he wants to be himself after a successful gig as acid cat and play his own music and is telling his equally stupid fan friend that he should be himself and goes out reveals that he's a fake and tries to break dance to his own horrid beats and is booed off the stage relentlessly they open the good plates and michael only then gets the joke the chef has recreated everyone's favorite dishes one dude's was m&m's chidi gets his mom's dish which is fish and peanut butter it does sound disgusting and i am with l on that and jianyu gets tofu but he really wants some jalapeno poppers because he's not really a monk and then l eleanor gets absolutely nothing because her favorite meal is the time where she went on hunger strike that's what's in the profile and i thought it was kind of funny the way in which you had the more moralistic parent at the table chidi and then you had the learning parent eleanor and then you just had the absolute nutter child that is jianyu aka jason michael gets a congratulations from tahani about his suspenders and he congratulates her about the party and he is wondering if her man has spoken again and he has an idea to try to get him to talk by having people share stories about their real life experience connected to the food and chidi and eleanor panic because this boy has absolutely no cooth whatsoever and was it me or did it seem like michael was totally looking as if he anticipated because he singled out maybe he was just trying to help out tahini but i mean he sounded like a hot mess <laughs> when he started speaking said i'd like to talk about neds like what is neds that would be my first question but eleanor she is able to destroy the chef patricia's cake that she worked on for like a week they said to distract everyone and that is able to create a sinkhole because no one needed to know about his night of tits and wings glenn falls in the sinkhole and michael assures him that his soup will be refrigerated he said i know it's not your most pressing concern he was like yeah but it kind of was <laughs> they then tell jason back at the butthole that look i know you're too dumb to get this but seriously you have to pretend to be who they think you are because otherwise it will be bad and then we see another flashback where he is at a pier and he is talking about the fact that he has been sued <laughs> can't even say the right word for bleach of contract instead of breach of contract 
and talks about how he wants to go out and explore the world with his music and influence people but not before he throws this molotov cocktail into acid cat's boat with his equally dumb friend tahani resigns gives her gloves in and takes the blame for the disaster at the restaurant not to mention her failing relationship with her soulmate but michael says he's the one to blame for the disaster and that her relationship with gianyu is going to take time so she resumes her role and gloves as matriarch eleanor thinks it's over when chidi invites gianyu to class to try to salvage the situation because she tries to appeal to eleanor or to gianyu or jason and he says yeah no i don't want to make that sacrifice and pretend but she says that chidi is amazing and he is he is putting himself in danger to protect them so come to the fucking class the next day she reads the book jason shows up to learn to be a better person but then has two questions the first being when are football tryouts and does the school have a prom somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me i ain't the sharpest tool in the shed chidi said oh no 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 (laughs) eleanor's like i am the smartest kid in class i'm so happy about this tahani sees the sinkhole after she puts up posters that is not repairing itself and then i put question mark because i didn't know what that meant until the next episode called category 55 emergency doomsday crisis this one premiered october 6 of 2016 written by matt murray directed by morgan sackett i gave this one an 8.8 out of 10 eleanor gets super excited because she was in line and decided instead of holding it up in in decision that she would let someone go in front of her in a courteous manner and decides to run home excited to celebrate with chidi who is proud but also thinks that this is a common courtesy she did forget the frozen yogurt and i'm not sure why you couldn't just teleport your ass that this is heaven why are you doing exercise i don't (laughs) or i would have said janet frozen yogurt thank you he explains that the greater or what the greater good concept is to both jason and eleanor and jason sums it up with a crazy story that is oddly relevant saying that this girl was gonna break up the breakdancing crew and so he sabotaged the girl by putting illegal contraband in her garage and calling the cops and having her arrested so that they can keep the breakdancer and it's awful and why he clearly should have been sent to the bad place he then excuses himself to learn to get some mini waffles at tahini's brunch chidi isn't as excited to continue teaching as l is excited to continue learning janet tells michael the sinkhole is getting bigger and reveals the episode title tahini just forgot to mention it how you forget to mention a sinkhole just go to bed 
and knowing that something is getting bigger but i guess when you're dead you just don't think about that but i feel like she would do that in real life and then michael leaves in despair and panic but he also leaves a important piece of tech and she can't help herself but to look i would do the same thing eleanor meanwhile knows something is wrong with chidi and he is not saying it first he says he's gonna get blankets then he says he's gonna go take a nap with the blankets he already has in his room and she says you need to spill it and chidi just says he's fine she says no tell me what's wrong and he's like nothing Tahani <laughs> looks at michael's top secret menu of the neighborhood and clicks on neighborhood rankings and learns that she is second to last with Jianyu being second in the ratings and Eleanor being sixth. Flashback once again Tahini we learn was outsnobbed by her sister Camila and it's clear her parents were very disappointed that she could not live up in her sister's shadow or live past her sister's shadow would be the thing you would want chidi finally admits that eleanor herself is a damn burden and he would like to spend his paradise not working a full-time job taking care of her and they start to yell at each other and they say or he says he's gonna move out but just then michael comes on and quarantines everyone saying you cannot step outside or something can happen to you very much like what happened to that one disfigured thing that we saw an episode ago and what could have possibly happened to tahini in this episode after two days of quarantine eleanor is still upset that chidi has canceled school and she is butthurt about it and he can't believe that she thought dishes just magically disappeared and not that it was him that was washing them she's like well what's wrong right now why is there so many dishes piling up and he's like i can't believe you you need to get your ass in this kitchen and bust some suds they start arguing once again when michael shows up and tells them they're going to have a couple staying with them for a few hours to 11 months as they are living close to the sinkhole and had to be evacuated i didn't catch her name but she is a marriage counselor and bart is an identity theft detector meanwhile at tahani she is handling the lockdown as the perfect hostess but is still upset that she is second to last We get another flashback where she is hosting an auction for a fundraiser. She's only raised 5.2 million, which is middling to her parents and she will not, they will not be made a failure. So she has to call on her sister Camila to auction off a lunch with her dad paying 5 million just to have lunch with his daughter. Eleanor thinks the couple are here to swing and that maybe she and Chidi should have sex with them to get them to stop asking questions and he says I'm not having sex with someone to stop them from talking to me and she says you and I are very different people 
she clearly thinks them arguing with each other is also kind of hot and that at any moment he might start making out with her when they are spotted by the couple who did not hear everything that they were saying but knows that there is tension in the household and gets them to open up you have chidi immediately bringing up the fact that she does not do the dishes and is a slob and then bart says nope you're hiding something because i can sense some repressed or suppressed anger and then he reveals in as transparent way as possible because eleanor does want to know but also not give their game away that he has never been in love has never been in a relationship and he thought when he made it to heaven that he was going to get a soulmate and it would be his actual soulmate but instead he gets eleanor someone he has to teach to be a good person otherwise he's going to be shirking his own ethical duty she understands now but the couple just want to move on to erotic massage and she rescues chidi from the orgasm or not orgasm orgy (laughs) they were going for an orgasm that they were totally down with and she called immediately so eleanor arranges the next day after she cleaned up the dishes for him to go on a boat in the lake to do some boring wine drinking and reading of poetry and gives him a card that says fork off eleanor anytime she becomes too much of a burden because she realized that he did sacrifice his actual soulmate to be a friend michael tells tahini that she got in out of billions of people once she complains about being low on the list and coming out of the house under orders not to do so and that um she needs to stop being insecure (laughs) but we see in a flashback the reason why she is is because mommy and daddy after they died left a good chunk of change 80 million to camilla but left some money to tahini except the there was a um typo and her name is tahini evermore she said she was gonna strike out on her own but clearly everyone still calls her tahini it seems that the sinkhole fixed when eleanor repaired her relationship with chidi so interesting but michael tells her assistant they're going to find the problem our episode you know what time it is time for the feedback what up christina it's mimi this is feedback for the good place um season one i I watched uh 
three, four, and five. Um, I knew you were recording last week. I just honestly wasn't in the mood. There's no rhyme or reason. You know, I just wasn't feeling well and I watched it. Um, but I just, I just didn't feel like recording. Um, I wanted to admit something, but now I realize that it it was a spoiler, but you didn't know. Cause I was like, um, <laughs> the characters that I like. And I said, Jason, and you were like, I don't think I know who that is. And I was like, shit, I hope I, I hope you don't realize I just spoiled something. But Jason <laughs> is the monk <laughs> and he isn't supposed to be in a good place as well <laughs> but he's so dumb that it cracks me the hell up like I laugh so hard whenever he's on the screen because he says the stupidest shit and sometimes he says it so innocently that you like oh my god so precious <laughs> he's so cute because he's so dumb but we're starting to get some some um good info from here um I love how Eleanor <laughs> got drunk and told uh, Jason that she wasn't supposed to be there because he's a monk and he wouldn't tell anybody and he was the one writing her those notes um and then I love how we got I know my 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 feedback's gonna blend together because I didn't write notes I just watched it um so I don't um I don't know where one ended and one began but I love how uh, we got some of Tahani's backstory because as beautiful she is, she is and how rich it sounds like she is, you know, to find out that her sister was better than her. And she's always she was always competing and always feeling second best um, was pretty, pretty funny. And I I die when her parents spelled her name wrong in the will. Like, wow, that's that's some effed up ass shit. Oh, and side note this show is the reason i i was saying you're basic i was saying that to everybody i said so much once that i heard my son say it to someone and i died like <laughs> i was like you know what derek you don't get it because you're basic <laughs> i still say that now and it's it's really funny you're basic it's it's been my thing since i watched this show and getting to relive that excitement when she said it to Chidi was fantastic. <laughs> um, what else here? Um, Michael, he's a hot mess, freaking out about the whole, um, and I love the, the episode where they had the marriage counselor and the human lie detector. <laughs> and Eleanor was like, they're swingers. <laughs> and she, and she had to make sure she pointed out I told you I called that like they really <laughs> they really was like they were like we in heaven I'm about to do all the stuff I wanted to do and we about to swing that's funny I feel like couples that do that and I don't know how this is gonna sound but I feel like that would keep your relationship real spicy if y'all swung like that because you would never get bored you know, you would always like, <laughs> no, interesting. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't, would never do it, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I will probably be very picky and I have a type and Darren has a type. So I feel like if we ever swung, we would actually, it would actually work out. 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, because usually I can tell when there's a girl that he's attracted to. And usually I find her attractive too. And that's what we talk about. So just just going to put that out there. Um, what else? Um, trying to go through the episode in my head, through the characters. Um, Jason, I just, <laughs> he's so dumb. Like, I, I can't wait till we get more into his character because <laughs> he's a hot mess. Um, the whole DJ thing, but he really wasn't a DJ. Um, he said he was a dancer. We saw him do a couple of moves. Um, and oh, Eleanor with her like raggedy behind, like that whole like undercover interview thing, and her still wanting to get coffee. Like I, I understand that like the way the world is now, you could be unknowingly supporting someone that you don't agree with, and that happens a lot. But as soon as you find out, you should not support them anymore. It's the reason I don't go to Chick-fil-A because, you know, I, I'm glad that they're religious. That's great for them. But to openly, like, deny someone's sexuality, like, we wouldn't let them work there. Supporting Trump, like, as soon as I find out anything like that, I'm done. I know there's a McDonald's by my house. Like, granted, there's several for me to choose from. So I would uh, I would hope that even if it wasn't one that was close, I would still be strong on my morals and not support it. But there's a McDonald's by my house that the someone let loose that they were Trump supporters and they fund help like they sent they, they were a part of a corporation that, you know, funded his campaign. So I don't support them anymore and I don't care if they giving away cars I'm not gonna go there because I refuse to support something like that um what else um but she she don't care and she just does what she wants to do um and I hate it um what else let me see that's all I could think of um these episodes are so short um I really have uh like I just start I'll be watching them and then I'm just paying attention and then it's the next one and next thing you know I didn't write anything (laughs) and we're already done with the episodes what else oh Cheedy oh I love Cheedy he is so cute and I love how you know he was all butthurt because he didn't have a soulmate but he didn't want to tell Eleanor but he also didn't want to uh you know he needed a break from her but he didn't want to hurt her feelings because he's so oh he's so cute I just love him um his little dorky self he is pretty dorky but you know (laughs) well I guess we'll we'll learn more about him later I don't want to spoil anything so that's all I'm gonna say about him but I do like how Eleanor is becoming a better person um some people got to work a little harder and that's just life so I'm glad she's trying to be a better person I'm glad she wants to be a better person so she could stay in uh heaven that's good because she could could easily just be quiet and keep her head down like Jason was doing and nobody would be none the wiser because she technically she didn't even have to tell Chidi um but I'm glad that she did because then we could see her be a better person so I think I'm going to end it here. I don't think I have anything else. 
Um, I actually can't wait to hear um, feedback from from Shy and from Jaylee because Jaylee be thinking about stuff I don't even think about. It's like she'll say something to her feedback. I'm like, oh, girl, you're right. I don't even think of that. So um, I've been loving these um, podcasts on this show. It's nice to do a comedy. And this show cracks me up. Like I laugh out loud six or seven times per episode. Yeah, basic. It was literally my thing for a long time. And that was just one of the things. Whenever something comes up that I say, <laughs> I'm going to gonna, uh, be reminded of it rewatching this. So I can't wait to, to hear it. Because I know there's like six or seven things that I'll bring up that was in the show. <laughs> and I know if I can trust someone at work, if they understand where that came from. If they look at me crazy, we can't be friends. And that's just sorry that's just how it is um anyway so that's all i got so um until next time love peace harry's and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode and i'm so glad you brought up my favorite i don't know i didn't even write it down you're basic I love that. Everything about it. When she was trying to tell Chi <laughs> about how he, uh, she was a burden because she really was up in her feelings about the fact that he called her a burden because she really was like, I'm calling you teach. I'm all excited for your knowledge. And he's like, girl, I don't know about you, but I spent all my life doing a job. And yes, I loved it clearly, but I also did not want to make it my afterlife and she really did not get that whatsoever but like you said I am glad she is someone who is learning something even if it's small snail paces that she is learning things but yeah that were her saying yeah basic (laughs) I completely skipped over that but that was a very funny line um so if someone doesn't get your 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 meta your jokes then you 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 can't we can't be you can't be friends with them that's a pretty harsh line to draw for friendship i mean i do stuff like that all the time at work to other people and sometimes they don't get it and i'm just like yeah well i didn't ask you to get it (laughs) i'm amusing myself (laughs) and whether you're with me or completely not with me has nothing to do with it whatsoever So I do make a lot of references all the time at work, particularly in the chat with gifts. And um, half the time, I don't even know if anyone's paying attention, but every once in a while, I'll get a clear indication that everyone is. (laughs) And you being into the swinging lifestyle, uh uh-huh. I got a type. It's called spicy white. (laughs) Is that what you call it? Spicy white? That was at the... Every time I ask, I feel as if I am three decades older than I am. <laughs> I'm like, I thought we were still calling them wiggers. Oh, I guess that's a little, you know, derogatory. But what is spicy whites? Is that not derogatory or is it just only mildly offensive? I think they're both in the same category. But as far as you swinging i'm glad you putting that out there for the entire world to know i mean clearly if you want to go on twitter and jump in her inbox she's taking applications and submissions and 
if it passed her test it'll definitely pass her husband's test so uh go in on twitter look for for one lamia adorkable is is her her handle name and uh i'm sure things can be arranged if you are in the vicinity maybe if you're not in the vicinity you know there's a lot of virtual things going on virtual swing party that might be on the roster and, and keeps everyone covid free um i don't think i could swing no i know for facts i can't i did it once i did one um one foursome and it was very clear that i don't like to share and i sure as heck am not putting my face in where anyone's girl parts are so those are my feelings and since you mentioned jaylee let's see what she has to say now she's got a few emails here because she was a little late and decided to take a nap on episode three but she still sent that feedback in so let's hear what she has to say about three and then we'll catch in with four and five she says hey christina here i am with the good play season one episode three feedback i'm supposed to be writing my fic for the charm christmas gift exchange so i'm going to make this quick and divide it by character i also did not proofread this so forgive any spelling and or grammar mistakes girl my i i'm a talking grammar mistake i say that all the time a talking grammar mistake and then i see what you're doing writing the fanfic out there for charmed i eventually need to read some fanfic for Charmed, but it is not on my roster not even a little bit <laughs> i've read read um the expanse book and now i'm like man i'm about to go read i'm about to listen to babylon's ashes <laughs> i'm obsessed with the expanse right now but it sounds adorably cute i hope you put it on twitter because there's a lot of um people out there that would love some some charmed fanfic let's start with eleanor this episode was hard for me with her flashbacks because she was doing the overreacting about every little thing and being a bitch about it thing and that makes me cringe i like that these episodes are showing her insecurities and how she confronts them in the past versus in the present Eleanor seeing Tahani cry was a great way for her to realize nobody is perfect and she should get to know people before she judges them. I also love any interaction she has with Chidi. She can be herself with him, obviously, because he knows her secret and it's nice that he's comfortable with her too. And her being Michael's assistant? Well, that can't be good. I don't want to talk about that ending too much, so I won't give anything away, but I really did believe she wrote herself that note. It would make sense with everything else her attitude has affected. Also, I guess every time she almost falls off that ledge. Yeah, I don't like ledges in general. I just don't like heights. Anything associated with heights. But I'm not at the level that my daughter is. She refuses to get on a plane and she will not go on vacation because of it. <laughs> you need to make other arrangements if you want her to come. I used to be like that too until I was pregnant and there was just no way in hell I was doing them 10 hours in that car back from Florida to Ohio or Indiana at the time. Next up is Chidi. Chidi is the king of inflection and I love him so much. Chidi, that, that's what everyone wants everyone to do, pure goad. See as study and ethics as 
is the only thing he did on earth it makes sense chidi is so happy about teaching eleanor can you imagine writing a 3000 page book no i cannot i cannot at all how many pages did this uh did the title take up i like that michael is trying to get chidi to do new things but homeboy devoted so much of his life to ethics i guess he wants to finish that journey in his afterlife too i like it when he gives genuine praise to eleanor when she does good i think that's going to help her in the long run because there is no condition or this is how you can do even better next time to it she does something good he gives her a hug and tells her she's great it's nice i'm glad he threw that whole paper out though if michael can't decipher it it needs to go (laughs) um some good stuff i'm gonna pause right here because yes i like that chidi is someone who encourages because it would be very easy to be like you're a helpless cause but when she does something good he points it out to her and lets her know that she isn't completely useless despite the fact that she really should not be in this place he's like her her one cheerleader in her corner that thinks that there's something that can be salvaged in the mess tahini all of her outfits that hat gorgeous i like that we go we got to see a different side of her she presents herself as a perfect to everyone but be but jianyu not talking is really affecting her it also showed that her cheery disposition isn't meant to be condescending she just doesn't see how her personality affects other people also the height difference between her and eleanor is pretty hilarious i will say the way she threw those pears out maybe want to punch her in the face <laughs> i forgot about the pears that was so rude and disrespectful janet her different moves throughout the episode was great Jianyu, he speaks we can't talk more about this when we talk until we talk about the next episode but i will say manny jacinto i guess it is the actor who plays jian yu is wonderful another great episode i love that the show is building everything slowly we get to spend time with the characters and learn new things about them every episode instead of being dumped on us all at once okay i'm gonna stare at a word document until words appear on the screen until next time girl i feel the writing bug i am trying to well now that i've postered out some posture is that the right word i want to use no but i have set aside some time for me to start getting back to the two writing projects i was on so hopefully this weekend i will get the inspiration bug currently not so much so moving on to episodes four and five she says hey christina it's so hilarious to me that i emailed my feedback two minutes before you posted the last episode now i know you're doing two at a time i'll be on my game yeah 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 yeah. i'm already celebrating just your um next line which is i do live in cleveland yeah 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 are we in the same neighborhood oh this place it's a hot ass mess ain't it For this week, I'm going to lump both episodes together. Things are getting complicated, and I don't want to give anything away. You finally know who Jason is. Yes. I am glad I forgot to mention that, too. That I I actually, until 
that's gonna be so terrible i forgot i asked that question until mimi brought it up and then i still didn't put it together until mimi once again brought it up so yeah that's where my brain be at when mimi said his name a few weeks ago i had to screw my lips shut because i didn't want to spoil it i love how you kept messing up the name jianyu so you just thought his name was jason and you were messing it up <laughs> i did <laughs> i so did i had that feeling like telling a kid you didn't get them a, a specific toy for christmas and watching them be so sad when you knew the toy is wrapped in your closet at that very moment jason's life was a hot ass mess and his speech pattern can be get grating at times but he's a sweetheart. Eleanor really thought she was going to have a good excuse to get out of class by pretending to learn from Jason while actually hanging out in his secret room. Yeah, can we talk about? I don't. I'm glad you brought up his speech pattern. It it is a little bit jarring at times where I'm like, where I'm looking at his face and I'm listening to his words, and then I'm like, that's kind of dark. Like you just did a Molotov cocktail and you just talked about sending someone to jail that was innocent because you didn't want her to be the next um Imoko Ono Oko Ono is that her name y'all know who I'm talking about the lady that everyone brought blame for breaking up the Beatles Yoko Ono I think that's the right name <laughs> but yes um he's a little on the cray cray side as well as being on the he just comes off as sweet and innocent but he also seems as if he would do something like murder you in your sleep so i'm glad he's lovable and you guys are all rooting for him so it doesn't make me feel as if he might be a secret villain that fell through real quick when chidi found out it's fair that his first thought was that eleanor broke Gianyu somehow but do give her some credit Tahani helping with the restaurant opening and getting sad that Jianyu couldn't come was probably the first moment I started to really like her. I'm skipping some stuff, but how can a hunger strike be your favorite meal? Make it make sense. If Eleanor does something to break the world for a good reason, does that mean it was actually a good thing? You know, that's a good point, but if it was for selfish reasons, could it be for a good thing? could it be for a good reason because the good reason was i'm gonna break the world right now so that jason doesn't admit that his favorite meal is chicken wings because he got to see titties for free um <laughs> and him being outed will mean that i'm being outed but if it means that she ultimately cares about chidi more than she cares about herself being outed then i guess that would be considered the greater thing but good question or was her destroying the cake so jason couldn't get caught and therefore she wouldn't get caught actually selfish ah you followed it up already and i gave you my answer i don't need an answer just wondering well i gave you one anyway i was glad she was able to take jason into uh talk jason into participating in class with them hopefully he'll learn a thing or two or six yeah I think he needs about 20 million then the sinkhole got bigger i envy women who can walk in pumps that are always fly and that dark blue look better on tahini she seems like the type to look great in everything i can't think of one look i didn't like on her 
she does seem to very voluptuously voluptuously um fit into every outfit uh i don't like every outfit but then again i'm not a fashion person like that is pumps already i, I don't even know what those are i i avoid heels like i avoid going outside in 85 degree weather these are things that you know i'm looking forward to in my life so <laughs> i i really don't sometimes when she's just like that one outfit when she was dressed up for the party that was the only time where i looked at her was like "Ooh, that looks really nice but that just because it struck me most of the time i'm just like oh that's cute that's cute and then i've, I've dulled it out because everything's cute so to your point she always looks great now for the next episode chidi has a right to feel smothered by eleanor he's dead this is when he's supposed to be able to kick back and relax yet he's actually trying to fix it their dynamic is great and chidi can rock a cardigan girl i see you y'all all thirsting after chidi apparently i need to get on the thirst train i'm not thirsting after no one in this show at this current moment <laughs> but i do like their dynamic i like the way they argue because he can put up with her and she does need someone who can put up with her but there is enough of him enough of his patience that allows her to be able to learn from that like he inspires her in spite of their differences i think which is why i really like their dynamic there is another thought i had and now it is gone out of my brain which is unfortunate uh, she continues tahini finding the rankings and trying to get better typical tahini i think i sympathize with tahini the most because i come from a family of perfectionists overachievers so sometimes i have felt like i wasn't good enough they've gotten better over time but childhood was hard Aww, those people suck <laughs> they really do um my my ex tries to pull that shit on my daughter like I, I i don't mind that you care if she goes to college but let's not pretend as if college got everybody a good job because it didn't my sister has a bachelor's and she also has four duis um has never held a job in her life but man she graduated really good grades life smarts and street smarts are not the same thing and they don't always um <laughs> coincide and even when he said that like i was looking at him like bruh i did two i did two years of college and that was only after i got pregnant and it still worked out and your fucking ass is 10 years older your bitch ass ain't got a degree and you make less than me so sometimes people need, need to shut the fuck up and let life <laughs> let people be who they are and let them excel in the things that they are passionate about and try to help them along in these journeys and stop trying to trying to fix your mistakes or try to make your children what your idealized version of is i'm a perfectionist by nature that has nothing to do with my parents fuck my parents are <laughs> 
that's not where the inspiration came from that's for damn sure uh i'm a perfectionist and overachiever by nature because we started from the bottom now we yeah i mean i just wanted to i have that ambitious type of drive due to the hardships of my childhood so that's made me want to um not settle for uh being basic (laughs) but i'm glad the situation is better um and sometimes being a perfectionist or, or having some of those qualities do set you up um in different ways different talents and writing is definitely one of those things that you can funnel that talent into continuing her parents are the actual worst just awful people and when her face started to change at the end when she was close to the sinkhole skin equals crawling i love that the sinkhole repaired itself once eleanor and chidi made up eleanor can clearly see the effect her mood and actions is having on the whole world around them pause i didn't realize that she was feeling am i supposed to have caught that she was feeling suicidal at that moment or depressed because i completely missed it and that is a good perspective to know because i was wondering what i was supposed to see here other than the fact that you know the sinkhole is getting better and she's not moving very quickly to get out um (laughs) i thought that was just her not realizing what the situation was so a good different read on that yeah i do feel sorry for tahini as a character because that's never going to be easy you have parents who want you to live up to an idea and someone's taking that place and they're so above that you can never even hope to get close and that continues even after death and you're still not even to make anything uh significant for yourself even though she accomplished so much though that she would get into the good place you would think i'm still confuddled about how the system settings work but i i don't know because i feel as if her behavior and that's where i was coming from in the first like i can see it now what you mean it's not condescending behavior however her her desire to do all these good things was seems to be founded on a need to get out of the shadow of her sister and to seek some type of approval from parents alive and dead does that negate your reasoning as you were pointing out earlier to them being like how does that work i don't know and does that have anything to do with the rankings because she seems like she's trying to do the better whereas and she says she skated by after billions if she barely got by well i guess yeah because eleanor and jason's people were supposed to be like a buddhist monk and some yeah some chick who had a hunger strike yeah that's uh horrible horrible i don't know how that could be your favorite meal like the best time in my life is when i decided not to eat anything at all now she just has to figure out how to be michael's assistant without forking everything up all over again (laughs) these two episodes were great it was nice to get other point of views besides chidi and eleanor and to get some insight into why tahini is always trying to be perfect 
I agree and I hope we start to meet more of the residents I think that will definitely because I was kind of wondering how this was four seasons as well because it doesn't seem like how much can you do with Eleanor learns a lesson every week favorite line between the two Chidi I'm not going to have sex with someone to get them to stop talking to me you and I are very different people clearly yes she drives me crazy and I love it until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic girl you sending this from your work email i see you we's enemies though <laughs> that's all i will say we's not on the same page we working in different camps but i feel you and my cousin works there so we got uh the connection and everybody else is gonna be like what y'all talking about and then i will tell you in the chat mimi and shy <laughs> we might have to get you jaylee into the same one's chat where we got to check with um our secret ghost um <laughs> our secret ghost friend who be in there as well sasha it's gotta pass the 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 the, the destiny child test <laughs> and with that Let's hear from, last but not least, Queen Shy. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I'm here to talk about The Good Place. Um, and for the life of me, I can't remember which episodes they are. I think it's three and four. Because I think we did one and two already. So, yeah, I think it's three and four. Um, so, yeah. I'm not sure when you said you were going to do The Good Place. I know you said you're going to combine um, two episodes and do them on Tuesday or Wednesday, but I can't remember which day. So I went ahead and watched it and provided my feedback because I have a feeling that I'll be busy, busy, busy on Tuesday evening watching The Expanse because I need to know. I need to know what happens next. So once they announce that that's streaming, my butt's going to be right in front of that TV, just like I was last week. So yeah, so let me just go ahead and get this out the way, um, get my thoughts so I can prepare myself um, to be very much distracted tomorrow. Um, as for these two episodes, um, they were good. You know, I mean, I'm enjoying this show. It's a good distraction, a good, um, uh, form of, you know, lightheartedness and laughter, um, you know, to break up, you know, the monotony of my day, um, and whatever else that I'm watching. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't laugh as much in these two episodes to be honest um I mean they were good I just I mean it wasn't one of those you know busting out laughing type things but um yeah um for correct me if I'm wrong um but is Jian Yu isn't that the actor from Umbrella Academy is it me or he just reminds me of Ben I think yeah Ben I don't know uh maybe I'm wrong but anyway um so the first episode number three we got the 
oh gosh yeah jason i was like i was drawing a blank just that quick on his name um we got to see jason mendoza we got to see his backstory um why he ended up which um um you know now now my question becomes like how because these are some like serious mistakes these are not like because i'm like unlike um eleanor i mean i thought that i mean there was another eleanor with her name so is it is it they're they got the name right but the person because i i don't know because jason is not jianju i mean jianju and jason are definitely two different people unlike i mean they're calling eleanor by the right name they just have the wrong history for her. In this case, Jianju, I'm, I'm butchering his name. I mean, not only is he the wrong person, they have the wrong name and the wrong person. So I'm very curious as to how they're messing this up that badly. Um, and if there's others that are not belonging there. And then my question, I don't know. <laughs> it's just very interesting. Um how you know those things are like creeping in there and then of course then we get the sink is that the fourth episode i think that's the fourth episode about the sinkhole so i'm jumping ahead um but anyway back to jason and so of course we get jason and how he comes to be there not we still don't know as we still don't know how he died but just his starting to see his backstory and the fact that he's an idiot <laughs> he's not the sharpest tool in the shed uh, which makes him being there i don't know i'm still i'm like still trying to wrap my head around it because on the one hand he's an idiot but on the other hand he's smart enough to play to have been playing the role for as long as he has so it kind of didn't make sense in a way that as soon as he he exposed himself to Eleanor that he wanted to just you know not yeah that part didn't make sense to me I was kind of confused as to why he you know just because he told Eleanor then of course Chidi found out then all of a sudden he just didn't want to um be Jianju anymore and he wanted to be Jason and then I get his backstory and how he was you know impersonating acid cat and all this stuff but i'm like you do realize why you're there right and that you know if you don't if you get exposed there you're going to the bad place so i i'm like i'm surprised they didn't like just i mean I'm, first of all i'm surprised he doesn't know that and then if he doesn't know that why eleanor and chidi didn't break it down to him like look dude um do you do you not want to stay here if you act you gotta act like Jianju. i mean you gotta pretend to be this dude or you're not staying so i thought that was weird that he was just he was just being so extra um jason was being so extra in that episode and just not like all of a sudden just wanting to expose himself and be done with uh the whole thing um anyway um, I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see, I want to see more of, you know, now that he was talking, I wanted to see more of him and, uh, Tahani. 
you know their interaction but they still kept them separate they didn't really interact that much so I'm really wanting to see their dynamic like now that you know he's talking how they with each other you know yeah just they're just so opposite um but anyway and then we have um the sinkhole episode where no I think in that's still the third episode right I don't even know um but (laughs) um maybe it bled into the fourth one um because the fourth episode we got to see Tahani's backstory and you know how she was growing up how she was um I guess the uh not the favorite child um her older sister Camilla was um so that was interesting so she was always trying to overcompensate or be an overachiever to please her parents to um get her parents approval which ended up sadly never happening because they ended up dying and yeah she still was slapped in the face with um the reality um and then yeah and then she finds out somehow that she was like the second to last on the list which again I guess triggered her um into being extra so yeah and then of course we got Chidi and Eleanor you know having their conflict um with Chidi getting irritated with Eleanor taking up so much of his time and him not being feeling like she's becoming a burden and him not being able to really relax and enjoy you know his time his you know you know and of course I I didn't even think about this until Eleanor brought it up which is a good point you know he didn't have his soulmate on earth he came there to a good place he was told he would have one and then Eleanor comes along then he finds out that she's not truly the soulmate that he was destined to have um and so yeah there's some disappointment in that I'm sure and I you know which of course I'm sure it'll I mean I already know that at some point they're gonna be together they're gonna end up being soulmates and it's gonna end up not being a mistake kind of thing but for now he doesn't know that so he's disappointed in that way that you know she's not gonna be the a soulmate that he thought he was gonna have on in this place since he didn't have it on earth but I thought her speech was really nice about them being really good friends so that's always a start you start out as friends and then go from there so I did laugh at the um, the couple that ended up moving in with them for a little bit, the marriage counselor and the identity theft um, guy. That was funny. So, you know, that part was funny. Um, what else? You know, Patricia, intense Patricia, she, she, she was a, a bit extra as well with her, you know, opening the restaurant and uh, being a little bit high strung, just a tad bit. Well, that's all I have. That's I'll just leave it at that. I know I'm forgetting some things. I didn't write any notes as usual. That seems to be my thing lately. He's not writing notes and um, 
not remembering some things so but it's all good um i'm sure i'll get to listen to you and everyone else give their thoughts on the two episodes so until next time much love please ah, excuse me much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on the episode full transparency i've already watched the expanse episode (laughs) the minute that sucker dropped i dropped all of my life and i too i could not get it and then when it was over i was like oh my god i can't deal with this i am so i get this whole everyone's praising the weak thing and it is pure selfishness i get it's better for the show yes we can enjoy the show much longer we get to have the anticipation of every week episodes it's been a while since we've even gotten that feeling haven't felt that since the flash um everything else i know i could just watch right away or even when i'm recording podcasts i could just be like okay i recorded the episode i can go watch the next one because it's available i have to wait but the expanse man and then it keeps ending and i'm like how did it go so quickly in like fucking 50 minutes it's insane oh that show is so good it's so so good and it's my favorite book and then i'm gonna have so many things to say in the book section this week because I'm starting to see some differences and I'm not it's not taken away from my enjoyment of the show however as a book reader man it's gonna have to hold up to some different standards because I I clearly clearly really love the book and it is my favorite sci-fi book of all time thus far in my life so it's up there with my my critical analysis Uh, a lot of it's taken straight off the page but some things eh, we'll talk about in the feedback section (laughs) in the spoiler feedback section uh if you want to join in the expanse podcast so getting that out of the way i'm pretty sure you've watched it as well and yes the good uh good place will be double episodes on tuesdays i did start to record this on tuesday at 11 34 so despite it probably going out a little bit later due to the editing i did actually record it on the same day that i said so i'm gonna count this as an on-time podcast um what else uh you like these episodes they weren't your your favorite laugh out loud ones um you were talking about uh why couldn't jason retain his character i think after he got the idea it was it's kind of like you don't know what's going on and then you realize that someone else is going through the same thing that you're going through but you don't want them to out you but at the same time you don't you're testing if you can trust them despite the fact that she told him that (laughs) exactly who she was and then the minute he brought her to the bat cave and she made that comment of i could be myself i think at that point he's like yeah it's fucking exhausting and i don't think he really like he's so dumb he don't really fully comprehend like if he went to the bad place it would just be another place to him i don't think he cares as much about where his soul resides as eleanor does and she's only trying to keep him reined in so she doesn't get in trouble 
so i think chidi's just like that i don't I, I did not miss his interactions with tahini mainly because those are not two people plus he got his eyeballs on janet <laughs> that's where he's like he's getting to hug tahini if he was interested in her I think we would have seen that but he's trying to get up in janet's panties and that feels appropriate like he could never really be into someone in my opinion like tahini because they're entirely they care about things in which he does not he probably got shunned by a lot of tahinis <laughs> and doesn't care too much about this one but maybe things will change in the future but right now i uh i can't see it i think the secret needs to stay secret and he plays the silent monk longer and then we had him thinking about his past so maybe we get more of maybe he is starting to regret you know the time in which i molotov cocktailed someone instead of just pretending who i was i think that was the whole point like he had a good gig even if it wasn't what he wanted and then the whole thing of just pretend just pretend and then he goes in the past and we see what happens when he didn't just pretend and i think he maybe thought about that and it led into his decision later to actually decide okay maybe i should just continue to pretend at least that's how i coordinated the story arcs but we talked about um some of the other things in the episode that you did bring up um, <laughs> the sinkhole was in both episodes so you weren't missing one we're on episode this was four and five so next week we'll be doing five and six and i'm glad because i was getting scared for a second that you might have done the wrong episode but uh you missed out on the first one so it probably just feels like you you missed one but you didn't do episodes one you did episode two with me and then uh two and three i believe or just maybe two and then these, these two so then next tuesday should be five and six so i do have editing to do and i will wrap this up if you want to send feedback you can send that to blackercouch at gmail.com you can send it in written format or you can send it in audio 10 minutes or less you can find this podcast black or couch reviews on Podbean, stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and black or magic <laughs>